welcome back to the Gossip Chronicles with Jen. I have a very, very special guest with you, <laughs> my friend. Drewski! Hi, guys. Thanks I'm for having so me. I'm so happy. Like, I can't even, I, I even lost words just doing this intro <laughs> right now because I am so stupid excited to have my guy pal Drew on the freaking podcast. So, round of applause for Thank my guy you. Drew. I'm honored. Yes. So, just a little quick um, background about me and Drewski. Uh, me and Drew met when he was like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Would you say you were 18? I, I must have been because I still had my scion and I lost my scion like when I was like 19 going on 20, I think right before my 20th birthday. So yeah, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I was at least 19. Years and old. I have to say, you know, it's weird because that scion was like mine in your car and that just wasn't your car. You know that, right? <clears throat> I learned, yes, <laughs> especially on the 15 freeway. <laughs> um, but me and Drew met uh, when we both worked retail. And I will have to say it's so weird because I don't remember meeting you. I just remember you being my friend. I know. And that's weird. I don't I don't remember meeting either. It's just for somehow the only time that I remember is Red Robin when I met. Oh, yeah. Just, but I don't remember us. Me like, used to go to Fridays and just like hang out. I remember you were in college I and was. you were like doing notes and stuff. And I was like, I don't mm. even know why you're doing that. It's not going to go anywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes, I was. Um, but I don't remember the actual meeting. All I know is we worked at the same yeah retail store, same place. Yeah, and everything else was history. We couldn't really even work together. Majority of like my friends, I feel like I met in retail, and I feel like that was decades ago. So like. <sighs> Mm-hmm. so long ago and it's the best I have ever uh, friendships I've ever had because the longevity like it's amazing mm-hmm. you shared your car with me and mm-hmm. <laughs> many more stories yes I used to basically live at your house I know we were attached at the hip for yes. a couple of years I think up until you moved to right? North Carolina yeah I think that was it <sighs> he was like let me just give you like a like a story kind of to to map out our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um so we used to work retail and at the time I was dating somebody who was in the military and very young, very um still wanted to go out and do all of these things and I used to basically live at Drew's house. So it's crazy because I used to always say that like I had like two boyfriends and yes. you, were, you were for sure because at that time the one boyfriend was gone he was deployed but you were like my everyday boyfriend right hand man yeah. yes we did everything we went used to call the party lines together to the point where we had the same exact phone oh and down to the ringtone down to the ringtone yeah oh my gosh do you remember that so yes. i'll never forget <laughs> i'll never forget that so of course like i just said i was dating somebody who was in the the military and so me and drew had the same ringtone same phone and we were both passed out in his room and the phone rings we don't know whose phone it is because it's the same the phone it's the same ringtone if anybody remembers the sidekick yeah that's how far we go back but we were actually in your bedroom were we? Were we? Okay. So, and so the phone rings and it was obviously the guy I was with at the time and Drew answers the phone and all of a sudden I hear another male's voice on this other line. I was like, oh my God, I know that voice. Yes. And I answered it, you know, like when you first wake up, how it's like deep and like raspy. So that's how I'm answering like, hello. And he was like, 
who is this? And I'm like, <gasps> and you when knew. I looked at the screen, cause I could tell by his voice and I looked at the screen, I was like, <gasps> not my phone. And I, re- it caused, it caused the ruckus. Well, and then I had to like make up a lie and I was like, yeah, we're, we're at work. We're doing a floor set change because we used to do that all the time where we would work overnight and mm-hmm. like do floor set changes and stuff. But Dude, that was, that's so wild. Like that's how long me and you Mm -hmm. go back. Like it's so crazy. Um, but yeah, me and Drew have been friends for decades and decades and my family absolutely adores him. And his Nina is literally like my idol in life. I remember when I first met her, I was like, Nina, I want to be you when I grow up. (laughs) Do you remember? I remember you, I don't know if this is too much, but I remember you asking about her oh. augmentation because you were like, I want to get mine. Oh, and I did. Yeah. Now, I saved up my coins and I got <laughs> mine done to be like Nina. So Nina, shout out to you, yeah. my girl. <laughs> I remember too, one time she walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, she smells amazing. And I was like, oh. Drew, please tell me what she wears. And like, I think she left and we went and go, we went to go in her room and we looked and, and it was Chanel. It. Mademoiselle. Yes. And to this day, I still wear it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. And then I'm, we went had margaritas with her and I was like she's the most fabulous person I've ever met in my life yeah I want to be her too (laughs) (laughs) but um we're gonna start off because obviously last week I did this with Leslie and I kind of want to just see what everybody's cheese man of the week or month is something you want to complain about so Drew what is your cheese man of the week honestly I think for me is the gas prices I I normally take the same route to work every single day. Turn right on the same street, turn left on the same street, and I pass by an Arco gas station and I'm cheap. And so <laughs> that's the gas station that I, think I go we all to. Are these days though? I mean, I'm, wherever I can cut coins, whether it's 10 cents, 25 cents, a, a dollar, whatever I need to do. <laughs> And I remember I saw the gas go from four ninety nine on Monday, five oh nine on Tuesday, five twenty nine no five nineteen on Wednesday. It's gone up so much. Today I w- drove by and it's five sixty nine for regular <laughs> gas. This is insane. And see, I have a a Jeep now, so my car is a V six like Ooh, yours. Got the keys to the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it takes a lot of gas, and I'm learning that, and it's just. That's irritating to me because it's expensive. Like at least every time I go to the gas station, no matter what, depending on when I go, if it's half tank, it's at least 60. If it's full tank, like filling up, it's like over a hundred bucks. Like, and who easily. signed us up for that? I didn't ask for the gas prices to be like this. I know, but it's like, it's, like, it's so crazy. Cause I also have an SUV and it's one of those things where people are like, so Jen, do you want to come do something? And I'm like, Oh. Where am I at on my gas? Mm-hmm. Like it's seriously, it's a ruckus nowadays to even you step outside and it's like charged three hundred dollars. Easy, it's done. Like easy, like and even with my BMW that I had, even though it was a V four, I still I had to get the premium. So right. I would be paying five ninety nine for a tank of gas, and that was over a hundred bucks. Do so. you remember the days where because? You used to live probably a good like thirty minutes from my mom's house when when we would like hang mm-hmm. out every single day until well yeah and then I found the you showed me the back way yes. I would always take the back way but yeah it was easily like at least a half an hour and twenty twenty dollars would get us to and from location to and mm-hmm. from each other's homes nowadays it's like you got a plan 
it, it, is it in your budget? It used to be like, okay, everybody put $5 on gas. Right. And that would get you from... I'm going to start telling Amelia. Amelia, give me $5 for gas. Put it in the jar. <laughs> that would get you from the the club to the beach, back home, and probably somewhere to eat the next day. Now it's like... We, it's at least, we would start off in Rancho Cucamonga and end up in Newport with $20 in our pocket. Honestly, till this day, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how we, how we even got through yeah. some of the things. Well, I do because we started stealing. <laughs> <laughs> we not from we we'd be at the bar, yes, and like the bartender would be like, okay, what would we get? The redheaded slut shots, uh, yes. And I remember we went and we got the redheaded slut shots. The, okay, well, I think we have to give this disclaimer though, okay. because we attempted to pay. We did attempt to pay. Okay, we we did, but maybe they weren't redhead slots. They were some cheap ES things. Whatever it was, the bartender took too long, and I told her, "Get your ass up and run." <laughs> and we took those drinks and we ran and we drank them. Yes, hard we did, and fast. Yes, we did. So it got to the point where we had to just pick and choose. Yes. Though, so, and then we're here today. Exactly. We're, we've survived the ruckus of life. And if you're asked, if you're wondering, it is, um, is it football Sunday? It's, yes, it is football Sunday. So we are wearing our jerseys. So hello, shout out to Drewski so, for the support on the 49ers. This, yeah, she <laughs> loaned me this. <laughs> Thankfully, it fits. It's got a nice little V cut right there. You showing off the goods. Only if I still had my. Oh, yeah. But she's ixnayed yeah. since I rolled my car. Ugh. We're not going to talk about that. No, that's a different cheese may of the week. Yeah. My cheese may of the week, listen, we live in Southern California. And majority of the time is like people always are like, oh, you're so lucky you live in Southern California. It has been so humid the last couple of days. Like disgustingly. I'm going to say the last week. So, I, yeah, I lived in Florida for a year. And this weather, even though it's not as humid, it's more humid than it normally is in yes. South South uh, California, yeah, Southern, Southern Cal- California. Um, but I lived in Florida, and this weather is exactly kind of like that. It yes. rains out of nowhere now. Last night it rained. It rained like we, I woke up this morning and I was and like, it was okay, cold. Cool. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. So, but I, they say that this is earthquake weather. Do or not whatever. say that because I fucking hate earthquakes. Like, shout out to everybody who lives through hurricanes, tornadoes. I hate earthquakes. Like if someone says an earthquake is coming, I'm trembling inside. Like I cannot, it, I just, no, 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 I freak out. But yeah, so my cheese may is the freaking weather. Like my hair is curly, naturally curly, you know, so shout out to my curly hair girls. Yeah. But it's just, it's a mess. I went yesterday to a birthday party and I like did my hair. And as soon as I walked outside, I was like, okay, cool. I look like a ragamuffin. Like, was, I don't know where I think I'm going now. It's but, horrible. Was it straightened? It was straightened, but I had like a little curl, you know, like a curl. And they it fell out. Yeah, it just was like, you know. Did you end up ponytailing? Yeah, had to. Yeah. And then we went to a jump house, so then I was even sweating hot in there, and oh, I was like, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just horrible. But you know, Drew lives in a different kind of community than I do, so I kind of wanted to see your community. What is it like, like in your dating world right now out there? Oh, oh okay, that community. Um, well, dating for me right now is non-existent. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's by choice though. Um, yeah. I recently got out of, I mean, it's been over a year, but I feel like that's still fresh for me, but I recently, well, because how long were you guys together? Four years. Yeah. So I think that's a good, and 
that's longer than some people are married. Exactly. Even in the straight world. I know. You know, um, but even like in my community, um, relationships seem to move very, very quickly, whether it's woman to woman, man to man. My, my, well, Kool-Aid, his mom met her now they just actually got divorced but um he she met her ex-wife um and within like mm, six months they were already living together and within a year they're married yeah and so I don't know if it's I just feel like with same-sex like relationships they tend to just move 10 times faster yeah than normal would you, and that's technically with guys and girls. So yeah, same. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. gays, lesbians. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, to be honest with you, I feel you're somewhat right because I feel like when me and my boyfriend met, we, oh man, it moved so fast. And I think too, age has to do with different, like put a spin on it because when I met my boyfriend, we were 29. I wasn't, I was like, I'm going to be single for a full year. I just want to just serial date. I don't want no commitment. I don't want nothing. I don't want no ties to nobody. Mm -hmm. Just take me out to dinner every night. Like that's it. And when I met him, it was such a moment of like, I wasn't even looking for him. We just kind of like started talking to each other. And then within a week, we just talked every single day. Mm -hmm. And then after that week, it was boom, boom, boom. We were literally on each other's hips. Mm-hmm. Like we'd never been apart from each other. He went everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he pretty much moved into my little apartment with me within maybe a month. And then after mm-hmm. we've never See? been together, we've been together for almost nine years ever since then. So I feel like it's your age mm-hmm. and the, the times that we're in, it's very fast. Everything moves very fast. Yeah, you're right. So when you and your ex, like, how long was it until you guys moved? Did you feel like it moved fast, too? No, 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 no. It took a minute. Yeah, because I I don't want to say I had control, but I want to say I had to say so. And what I mean by that is, like, the first, like, year, we were just strictly talking. And I was like, you know what? As much as I like you technically you can still do whatever you want and I can do whatever I want. Right. Even though I wasn't, it's like, I'm still allowing you, like, I want you to yes. know. Yeah. I'm not, we're not, I'm not, we have no title, you know, we're, right. we're talking like my, he didn't sleep over probably maybe like six months, yeah. like into us talking. Mm-hmm. He didn't even sleep at my house. It, it, I woke up one day and he was just right next to me and I was like, was that oh, a culture shit. shock? Like I was just because normally you lived by yourself for a good minute mm-hmm. before that. Yeah, at least three years. At least three years. And then um he would normally like if he stayed, if he was over, if I fell asleep when I woke up, he would be gone. Yeah. And just that one day I woke up and he was right next to me and I was like, oh shit. And then we're doing this. After that, about a year, we went to our year. Um, like talking anniversary mm-hmm. and he that was the second time he had asked me to be his boyfriend oh you told him no the first time I just said I wasn't ready okay. and then the second time I didn't even say yes the yeah. second time we were literally driving home from there's a place in the Morongo oh uh-huh Morongo Casino the Prime Steakhouse oh yeah 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 the place so we yeah. went there and 
he was driving home. He was like, you know, it's been a year and you know, like, will you be my boyfriend? And I just looked at him and I was like, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Cause I was, because what we had at that moment, like I was nervous that if we did get into a relationship, it's that it's change. all going to go downhill. So do you think that, you know, obviously it's hard for you to say because you're not technically in like my man right. in relationship, mm-hmm. but would you say the the dating community in the gay community, people cheat a lot more in the gay community. I've had my fair share. Um, Is that what you were I, scared of? I can't. Mm, what I was nervous about was, I don't even know if I want to say his name, no, but no, you no. know who I'm yeah. talking about. That's what I was nervous about because I had known him since we were in middle school. I thought you guys were going to end up together. Forever. I thought he was, that was my number one. I thought we were too. Like I was paying his bills. Yeah. Like parking tickets and yes. stuff. Like I was, I thought we were too. That's a, that, that relationship was your full blown almost was, marriage material. Yes, yes. Like mm-hmm. you had your, his back, he had your back. It was, it was very much that dynamic. Yes. And when it didn't work out, I was literally like, and I what? think that's it because I, for like a couple of months, that option was like, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then I feel like not the moment I said, yes, let's do this. And we flipped that switch shortly after. And I mean, we were young, right. we were, we were still young. I think he may have just turned 21. See, I wasn't even 21. Exactly. I think that's the hard part is the so, age part. Yeah. Because you know, my relationship where mm-hmm. I was pretty much, that was, I thought that was solid as rocks. Like yes. I did not think that it was going to come to an end. So I think that what mm-hmm. it is is the age factor has a lot to do because the maturity is not the same. The maturity is very much different and there's cheating, there's um, jealousy that comes along with it and in any, you know, community, but I was really I was really shook when you and him broke up. Yeah, for so, sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've had my I don't know if I can ever say I've been cheated on. I mean, I can say I've caught in people in the act technically or whatever doing some shady stuff um but recently in my in my recent life like within the past year or two I've discovered that there is a lot and not a lot in the gay community but I've even seen some of it in the straight community when it comes to the open relationships which is so wild that's a lot I can't I I I applaud people who can um be in an open relationship because I'm very much, I'm a Libra and I'm very much to my core. (laughs) We're both Libras. Um, to my core I am, which is crazy because I'm right on the cusp of a Libra and a Scorpio. And I sometimes feel like I pick up Scorpio more. Sometimes it depends. It depends on the situation, but I am, I would, I'm jealous, but I also can maintain it. So like, I'm not like that jealous person who's like, I'm going to you know, but I will, I will say something when I feel uncomfortable, like, why are you looking at home girl? Why are you doing this? Like whatever it may be. I'm very intuitive and I very much see my surroundings. Mm. So with me personally, I would never be able to be in a open relationship. I just, I feel like it would eat me to my core and I would end up. I know it's a different mindset for sure. I know it's a different mindset. Um, as if it's for me, you, wouldn't you want that person to like love, like the one person that is your one person who you love and adore, who you cry, you share a shoulder with. 
to have like a secondary person is almost like it's kind of weird, no? It, it, there's I can't just so say, many I, I can't factors say, that right. comes into it. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't want to use the word weird because I don't want to judge anybody. It, I just want to say like it's a different mindset. Yes. That's all. That, that's the only way I've been able to come to terms with explaining it is just it's you have to literally like have that Shift. mindset. It's like people, I know this might be a weird <laughs> analogy, but like, you know, people that like go vegan, Yeah, you have to have that mindset to like physically like, no, okay, I'm, I can't eat this. I can't drink this. Like you have to literally change like and I train love a your cheeseburger, mind. but I'm not going to do it. It's just like learning like the things that come along with being a vegan, just like being an open relationship. It's like, you have to train your mind and like your feelings, like to know that, okay, I'm seeing my partner walk out the door and they're going to go hang out with somebody else. And you have to know that, but you also, (laughs) it's not just them. You also have to think you can do it too, do it too. But it's just that whole like dynamic. It just, Again, your mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think you would ever do it? Um, I don't see a reason of being in a relationship like and then that. like, I don't, I don't know if I could personally do it in my heart now. Maybe if you want to try to explore together yeah, as a couple, you're going to explore together. Maybe so. Because maybe there's a so. difference between... There's a difference between swingers and an open relationship, right? So swingers is basically like you guys are just going and you... With other couples. Sec- yeah. You're other just, couples. You're just having intimate relationships with other people, other couples, other people. And then an open, open relationship, relationship is like we're, to, we're together, but you can still go and dabble and do whatever you want. But at the end of the night, you you're coming home. back to me. Okay. So we don't, I mean, if there's respect in, in it, you don't bring anybody to your home. See, And this is where I think that like, I'm very much old school because well, and I feel like a lot, like no one really cherishes marriage like they used to before. It's not. It, or even just a relationship in that matter. You know, I feel like oftentimes people get married and I know that you don't get married to get divorced. I, I totally understand that. But at the same time, people give up a lot quicker. You know, like it's very much like, oh, you have a problem or, and I get it that everybody has a breaking point. I do get that because I've, I've been there, but it's, I don't, it's, I don't think it's It's like more than that. I just don't think it it's, um, it's really looked at like it was back in the day. Right. No, it's not, it's not sacred. You know, what's crazy is I met this older lady and she, which is so weird because I met her at Starbucks (laughs) and we were waiting for our drinks and she was asking me about my daughter. And she was saying how she has a um, her, a great granddaughter the same age as my daughter, mm-hmm. and we got talking, and she was like, "Oh, you know, me and my husband were celebrating our I don't I it was like sixty years of marriage," and I was like, Obscene. "Oh my!" I was like, "That is absolutely amazing! Like mm-hmm. to be married that long to the same person." And and I asked her, I said, "Well, do you have any kind of secrets? Like, what is the secret to a happy marriage?" And she mm-hmm. said, "There's no secret. It's called patience." She was like, there's no secrets. There's no, there's no how to it's called patience. She was like, everything is a learning curve. Everything is what you experience, but you experience it together. Whether it's heartache, whether it's triumph, whether it's downfalls. And she was like, I can't even tell you how many times we had no money and how many ups we had. And she was like, you know, I had a son who 
was very much addicted to um, drugs, mm-hmm. and we went through that together. And we we kept wanting to blame whose family was at fault, mm-hmm. and who. And I I looked at her and I said, I love that she used one word, which was patience, because oftentimes nowadays I feel like social media has a big part to play in it mm-hmm. because you want this perfect life, you want this perfect image, this perfect body, this perfect family. And it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. It just does not exist. So it's almost like family, love, relationships. It's just not valued the same way that it used to be. I just feel from where she, her mindset was, that was 60 years ago, 50 years ago. She had no social media. That's my uncle Tom and aunt Julie. Um, But now I just feel like because divorce is so easy in some cases and so common, there's not that that nobody wants to put up that fight. It's like, okay, well, you know what? Fine. We'll go our separate ways. That seems to be easier than to fight it out and stick it out or whatever the case may be. It's so sad because you fell in love with this person for a reason. And I get not everybody's perfect. I get it that everybody has like these milestones that they got to get through. But like, if your person is that solid, then you guys will get through that together. I think I got to say, I'm not opposed to marriage. Um, I don't think I can 100% say, I don't think I would ever ask anybody to marry me. But if I did get married and it went sour, I'm not getting married again. I, these people that I mean, this is just me. I don't know if I have the heart for it, but these people that get married three Four, Four times. times. I know. Two times. Okay. I mean, that's a stretch, but people love love and They'll I'm not going to knock you. I, yeah. I feel like that because but especially I'm, with like people like JLo, you know, no offense to JLo mm-hmm. lovers. I love me JLo. Um, but I do feel like there are certain people who are serial lovers. Serial lovers, when I mean that, is because they crave to be loved mm-hmm. they crave that feeling of like it's almost like an obsession I would say you know and it does become scary because you're like I want to be loved and I want to be loved like this and and you you may feel it for those first like nine months and then you jump into a marriage and it's like maybe too soon <clears throat> and I really feel like people should live with each other before they ever get married. And I know that's like a big no-no in some cultures Mm -hmm. because it's like, no, you can't get married. I'm sorry, you can't live together before you get married. But I feel like you have to. You need to know everybody's bad habits, everybody's downfalls, everybody's – do you snore? Because, like, I can't deal with a snore. Like, I'm so sorry. Unless (laughs) – You know what? Me and you spent the night a lot together, and you don't snore. You're one person that – The only time that I can think about that I do snore is, like, if I'm really intoxicated. When you've had a whole-ass bottle of Chardonnay. Which has happened. (laughs) But unless I sleep, like, back to the ceiling, then that's when I snore. But – going back to your initial question when it took so me and my ex were together for three and a half years Mm -hmm. before he moved in with me that's a good that's a good amount of time and it was like it was kind of life-changing because do you feel like you really really knew him then or do you feel like you even knew you learned even more after he moved in i learned more yeah i learned more which is so wild and it was crazy because it was things that i never over the past three years, never saw ever like him do or anything like happen. Right. And it was just like, okay, like, 
And that's when you think like, okay, like, are you doing this just because you're living here with me? Or is this like your normal, like day to day? But I split up my entire home for him from my kitchen to my closet, which I was willing to do. And I was like, okay, you know what? I've never done this before. And you know, I'm truly care about this person and I'm willing to do this. And I just wanted, like, if I ever came into this situation where I was moving in with somebody, I would want the same. Right. The same respect. Same thing. Like split my closet, cleaned out one of the um, nightstands. Thankfully I have two sinks. One of the sinks was hit. Like everything was cut in half. 50-50. And, you know, I was willing to do that. It just, unfortunately. Didn't work out. Tables turned. Yeah. Differently. But, you know, then I think that's the crazy part is that you think you know somebody, especially after three years of being with them beforehand. And then when they move in, it's completely, like, different. It's a completely different person. Would you say? Well, I wouldn't say completely, but maybe at least, like, some sort of him was different. You know, with me and him, it was crazy because we saw each other frequently. But not only did we live together when he moved in. But I was working from home. He was working from home. Oh, yeah. Home. You guys lived together during COVID. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were together while living and together while working. Seriously, 24-7. Like, if we divided this room in half, I was on this side. He was on that side. So, I mean, we just we went to spending a consistent amount of time to being together Every day, 24-7. Like, there were days where we'd be in the house together all day. Like, we wouldn't even leave. So I don't know if maybe that That did it. Maybe it could have been some of it. Well, and I think, though, too, is that sometimes you don't really see everybody's bad habits until you do live with each other. And, like, when I say bad habits, it's like, you know, maybe you're somebody who shows up on time and maybe he's not. And that could be something that Mm -hmm. is an irritating factor. Or, you know, you... (laughs) You chew with your mouth closed and he chews with his mm-hmm. mouth open. Like, it's so crazy that sometimes it can come down to those little stupid things. But those are big things when you are together with somebody, unfortunately. Especially living together because it's like, it's it's like, I don't know, not putting the cat back on the toothpaste or something. Like, it yes. gets things like, yes. it gets that minute. Yes. Yeah. So I and get it, it. It gets irritable. You start to accumulate these almost like he doesn't do this. Check. He doesn't do that. Check. It's and it see, does suck. Yeah, it does suck. But when you're when you don't live with them, they are doing that on their own. Yes. So, but nonetheless, it wasn't it wasn't a bad. I mean, I I know it could have been worse, but it wasn't a bad experience. So I would what do would it you say though? So now, obviously, that relationship did not work out, and you're back in the dating world into the gay community. Mm-hmm. What would you say it's like nowadays? Like, do you are you able to go out to a bar and like meet a man, or do you have to go on dating apps? Well, I know that dating apps can be easier. Because yeah. I think a lot of people are braver over the phone. But I've, what I've heard, and you, because obviously I'm not in the gated community, but would you, from what I've heard is that dating apps in the gay community are very like... Mainly to hook up. Yeah. Some like of them are. Sucio. So some of them <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. There's different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I'm going to yeah. say it. No, no, no. Like there's there are. There's there. There's different apps for different reasons. Yes. And yes. I feel, I find that now being for not only, I mean, more men because we're monsters, but <laughs> I think it's, it's for 
both sides, but yeah, some, some apps can be used specifically for hooking up, like specifically for that. And that only, um, some can be for dating. There's some that are specifically for the black community. There's some that's like for men that love a lot of hair. Like it's that's just so crazy. It's cut it, there's, there's one that's basically people that have fetishes. I mean, it's cut up like uh, through a lot of different genres. And what if you're a person who's like, I just want to live a normal life. Like, can like, where can I find you? And good luck. I don't know. And I think that's where match where you have to pay. You're less than match comes in. Yeah, something. But see, but that's crazy because you are somebody who has a variety of. You know, you're not just you're Puerto Rican. You have a you know a half black mm-hmm. sister. Mm-hmm. There's so much that you could be in, just not in one little. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're you're this broad person of so many different cultures. Mm-hmm. Where do you where do you put yourself? Wherever I fit. Where I fit a lot of places. (laughs) (laughs) No, I just honestly I just go with the flow. And that's one of my biggest things. Like a lot of these people, um, not these people, but a lot of guys on these apps are like, Hey, what are you looking for? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going with the flow. Friends, um, acquaintances, even like I don't even need you to be a friend, just acquaintances, friends, chat. If you just want to chat, you know, I mean just I don't know. There's a lot of people that are just like one way and just like, I'm here for this and this only, which is fine. But I just find with that comes like with a lot of, mm -hmm. I would say, Mm -hmm. I would think that I, Mm -hmm. I have a friend who is in the lesbian community and she often says that it's very, it's very hard. It's very, very hard to, to navigate through dating because people are so quick to be like, I'm just looking for a hookup or I'm just looking for like a right now and not a forever. And she's like, I'm trying to find my forever. You know, like there's some people out there who are not daters. There are people who relationships and that's it. And it's like, where do you go? You don't, it's very hard nowadays to meet somebody organically at a bar or like a restaurant. You know what I mean? Like places that we used to go and like hang out. Like I recently met somebody at a bar and it was just weird because like he was asking me questions and they were just flying over my head. Like he was just like, Oh yeah. Do you come here a lot? And I'm like, no, I hardly come here. He was like, Oh, are you here with just friends? Are you here with somebody? I'm like, no, I'm just here with friends. He was like, Oh, okay. Are you single? And are you dating anybody? And I'm like, yeah, I'm single, whatever. And he was like, are you not picking up what I'm throwing down? And I'm like, (laughs) no, he was like, I'm asking you, I'm kind of like asking you out. And I'm like, Oh, but then it's like, be more like point blank about it. Oh. Oh, and you didn't take the bait. And I mean, we'd exchange numbers and everything. And that's fine. But it's, it, it it's just, it's, it's a lot different in person. I have to tell this story because okay. right now Drew is talking and like <laughs> this story right now is just like, it's starting to spew oh, out no. of my mouth. Like it's like, it, it's not holding in. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. So there was this one time. So I used to go to the gay club a lot with Drew mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I'm not in the gay community, but I used to love and support him. And I would go to all of these like drag shows and like all of the things. Yes. And so there was one night I had met this guy on my own. You know, I was when I was dating mm-hmm. 
-hmm. I had met this guy and you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Mercedes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Ooh, this guy is, he's got money. He has, he had like a little, uh, what was it? Uh, it was like a Mercedes, like two seater, -seater, like the, what was it? It was a convertible, convertible. silver. Mm -hmm. And so I was so impressed with myself that I found this like man. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Oh, you know, um, my friend, he wants us to go meet him at the gay club. And I was like, are you okay with that? And he was like, yeah, I'm fine with it. And so we go and we meet Drew and his friends there and we were all dancing, you know, and all of a sudden we're on the dance floor and I find the guy that I go with dancing behind me. (laughs) And I'm like, wait. Meantime, meantime, this girl, do you remember, or was that a different time when she licked my It was a different time, but it was at the same club, so that's why you're getting them. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so anyway, so we go, whatever, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to think anything of it. You know, I'm just going to let it go. So that night ended, and then I remember he called me, and he said, hey, I want to take you out for ice cream. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was like, well, I'm at Drew's house. He's like, oh, Drew can come too. And I'm like... Okay, well, you only have a two-seater car, so how is that going to work? Please tell me why Drew and him ended up, like, <laughs> and I I was nowhere to be found. I'm like, well, there goes that situation. <laughs> Drew stole you, a guy from no, me. <laughs> no, no, no. We did not do anything. No, it was We did not like do that, anything, no. but I think I did go and get ice cream with this fella. <laughs> I think I did because he did have, he he was telling us like, you know, I just lost all this weight and, you know, I'm getting back to the new me and he clearly had a lot of money. And so I was just like, a lot of money. But that's, no, you did not just take what you were trying to steal my man. (laughs) I was just trying to drive the Mercedes. (laughs) He was like, when I told him, I was like, he wants to take you. (laughs) And I was like, really? I was like, I'm not being I know. shot out by my That's rude. Friend. That's rude. I don't, no, that's rude. I don't even know Does if I even... Does it say something about me? Like, I feel a certain way it now. It says something about him. It's, I think it's he was... Confused. Mm. And I think when you showed up, it was almost like, why am I feeling this way? <laughs> <laughs> but no, and to be honest with you, we I think that, that was the last time we were hung out with But him. honestly, I can tell you right now he this was, man was not her type. No. So he wasn't. it would have not gone anywhere. We were just entertaining the situation. Because of because the car. She was dating. She was just mm-hmm. oh shit. No, she was broadening her horizons. It was bringing like I don't know, light to the fire. It was never going to no, go anywhere. No, it was not. I know my friend's taste and it was never going anywhere. It was just <laughs> something that we were dealing with as young human beings at the moment. Yeah. You got to try, you got to date an error. We got to, right? and we were having fun. Yes, we did. We so, did. We, he, he took us to some cool places. He did. And he paid for yeah. every single thing. <laughs> so that's why we kept you around. I don't even remember your name, but thank you. I have no you. idea. I don't remember his name either. I think it's, it starts with an M, but I just think because of Mercedes, yes, I just I associated him. But mm. no, I can't even remember that guy's name. Yeah. I don't even remember. I don't even, I kind of remember what he looks like, but he kind of did dress weird. He was Latin. He was and, Latin. And um, he was taller than us. He was losing weight, but he was still like on that like verge of like, he's not fat, but he's not skinny. Yeah. <laughs> and he wore like, I feel like a lot of dress shirts. Yes. Like he just lot. always felt like he had to wear like, 
like he was always like dressed up. Yeah. They felt like. But. Yeah. But you know, to be honest with you, that's the, I think though too, when we would go back to the, to the gay clubs, a lot of men, it was either you dressed as a woman or you dressed up. Like, mm. do you feel like that or? Um, I think now it, it, it depends because yes, it was like that prim and proper, very clean cut, like back in the day kind of guy. But now it's like you can wear whatever you want to wear, but if you have a beard, then you're fire. Or you can be out and about, and as long as you have a nice pair of shoes on, y- y- you can be fire. I don't, I don't know. Like there are still are like guys that dress like myself and then guys that only wear like snapbacks and hats. And then again with the beard and then the right. guys that wear like the basketball short, it just like, it's cut up to different. I think. And I just think by being older, right, right, right. there's so it's many different. different mm-hmm. So I would have to ask you then, because obviously when me and you met, you were so young mm-hmm. and now you are mature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would what would you say is the big difference between dating in your twenties versus your thirties? So I would I would definitely say back in the day, looks were a very very big um, determining factor for me. Mm-hmm. Now, not so much. Not so much uh, to an extent, but I mean, I just have to have like, I just have to have somebody that has substance if that makes sense like I remember um I don't know I don't even know what to call him but (laughs) I can't I can't think of a name I can't think of a a way not like the guy that you didn't like do you remember him the Latin guy oh do you remember or no yes yes your very first one I think, and then you were like, I, I don't like him yes, for you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so if we're thinking about the same person, I literally adored this man. Like, yes. I saw him on MySpace. I thought he was the cutest mm-hmm. thing on the entire planet. And I ended up meeting him at a party one day. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going back to his house. And you I ended were up always on the phone with him. Yes, and I remember, like, I was so caught up with this person but then I had to sit back and I was thinking okay you were young I have x y and z going on you don't Mm -hmm. even have one two or three like it was like comparing apples to oranges and it was just like I liked you so much over the computer screen Mm -hmm. and now it's like there's there was no nothing no to That's offer. Where you come from. I was going substance. to college. Yes. I had my own car. I um, had a job, and this person had none of those. Yeah. And I was like, "What? What? What do I? What am I? Do? Like, what am I liking? Like, yeah. so I think that's the it difference. Was the image. I loved it was him, the image. but now it's like you know. And the thing is, I was talking to my friend the other day. Is I prefer somebody that's either this is just a preference. not necessarily what I go after because my ex was younger than me, but I prefer somebody my age or older. Yeah. Well, I think though, because of the substance, the the substance part though, you want somebody who's been, you know, I've done my clubbing days. I've, I'm done with all of those things. Mm -hmm. I want to enjoy 
like, isn't it amazing? I think like when you get to an older age for like, let's turn on some good music. Let's open a bottle of wine. Let's chat with one. Let's cook a good meal and let's sit on the couch and watch a movie. But in less than a month, I'm going to be 35. Yeah, no, I'm so, not older than you. No, but do a couple of years, but <laughs> I'm not going to say the age. But what I'm saying is if I'm liking men that are older than me, these men are now in their 40s yeah. and like it's getting up there. Like the numbers, the numbers are getting big. <laughs> <laughs> so where the houses though, and these so, people may be more established. And I think that's the thing though too nowadays is like, you want to get into a relationship with somebody who has some kind of like, what have you accomplished in life? And I know that sounds crazy because not everybody can accomplish the same things, you know, in Mm -hmm. life. But at the same time, it's like, you have your own place. You have a good job. You have a nice car. You can go take yourself out to these nice dinners. You Mm -hmm. go out to every single night, Drew. Mm -hmm. Because you have no kids. <laughs> All the time, my my friend over here is always posting some bomb ass food at some sort of restaurant with some good ass like cocktail at some bomb ass restaurant, now, and I'm like, I'm at home eating freaking mac and cheese. But back when we hung out, oh, yeah. it was us. Like we would do that. Yes, but we now, would. It's been ten plus years. She is a mother, and we don't. We live about an hour away from each other. Yeah. So it's not as convenient as it used to be, but she used to be that person on the other side of the <laughs> table. So, but that's the good part because we had our fair share. We had our good ass run. I used to live in North Carolina. I don't know if anybody knows that. So like people often ask me like, why did you want to start a podcast? And I was like, because I'm super freaking interesting. Like I have so many stories to tell people and I want to just tell everybody, but to be honest with you, um, I have to say majority of like my amazing stories come from my friends because so like I said, I was with somebody who was in the military. So I packed up all of my life and I left California and I, put my whole life into my little XB. Remember the Uh, little XB? I had one, yep. And my dad drove me across the States and I lived in North Carolina. And Drew and my good friend Jess, they drove all the way from California to to North Carolina to come visit me. And I have to tell you, that whole situation Mm -hmm. was a debacle. From the moment I got on that ten that two ten freeway, <laughs> and I think it was the forty that brought us yes, all the way. You take through. the forty of the whole way. We were in a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> I remember I've never ever eaten so many Subway sandwiches <laughs> in my entire I know, life. Why are they at every stop? Like they and, literally at uh, every stop. Every we stopped at every single loves truck stop. Every single truck. Stop. Every single truck. Uh, let me tell you, but we made it there. I followed this girl across the United States. I went to go live with her when she lived in Arizona. Oh yes. That was amazing. Um, I wish you would have stayed. I travel anywhere that I need to for yes. her, but yes, I remember North Carolina was, uh, from the moment we stepped down, I don't we even know the city. Sprayed. We got pepper sprayed. Jacksonville. I used to live in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Shout out to all the people in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Jayville. Yes. We got pepper sprayed. We went to some clubs out there. Yep. We got pepper sprayed. I almost tried to fight some girl because she was looking at my then man. And- this was back in the day when those compact cameras were like your oh, go-to yes. 
lost my camera in a super Walmart. And I think that was probably the first super Walmart ever been in. <laughs> yeah. We were trying to put on cowboy, cowboy boots, boots that did not fit. Because I really wanted some boots. <laughs> like, and my... I was traveling down the main road going 22 miles per hour. And he was like holding my foot down. He was like, go faster. <laughs> Every single fast food place closes like at nine o'clock out there. So I was making her prowl the streets cause I wanted fast food and we were going so slow and I was pushing her kneecap, like go, go faster. faster, but it, it just didn't work. No, it did not. But out there, I don't know what we need to increase the hours to at least midnight. <laughs> Cause I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun, though. I I honestly think that like cherry vodka. Oh, cherry That's vodka! What, I'll never forget. I remember pulling out of her freezer just cherry vodka, and I don't think I've ever had it since. They probably sell it in North Carolina. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, I can't even because our friend Jess, she is notorious for taking her shoes off everywhere she goes. <gasps> Shout out to our girl Jess, who I love just you, got girl. married. Who just got married? So. She literally, she'll get so drunk and she will just want to shake it on the floor and she will just take off her shoes and we'd be like, (laughs) I see it now. Her fucking, her feet were black. black. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be like, where are your shoes? And And she'd be like, I gave them to the DJ. No. (laughs) And she has like an arch in her foot. So it's only that like specific part that's black and then it's the one spot that's just white. <laughs> like, where are your shoes at? And she'd be like, "Oh, the DJ's holding them for me." <laughs> what? When did you get up to the DJ booth? No, she she crawled her way up there, and she would be the ones to get on like the pedestals and the blocks yes. and dancing on top of shit. Yes, she was a silly good time. I I love her. She still is. She's she's just a mom now. We all are. So life changes. She's a, she's been a mother, but she's a mom of two like young kids. Yes. So she's a full-time mom, mom. And, and she's she just, a great one. She just got married. She had so many blessings in she her life. She just got a this, new home. Yes. So. Amazing life. Amazing life. But I can't even think about like my whole youth without like, there's certain people that bring certain things to your life. Mm-hmm. You are one of them. V's one of them. Jess, Jess, of course. Melissa. Oh, for Mel. Sure. Mel's That's always. like probably yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Darina, of course. Oh. Oh, Doreen's. my God. Can I tell you? So, Drew used to obviously. So, he used to always make me go to gay clubs. So, I used to make him go to clubs with me as well. <laughs> I did. I would go to Sevilla. <laughs> he, would, he would go with me. And I have to tell you, not even Sevilla's. That was our, that was our like Era, emo days. Yeah. Our, our emo days. I went for through sure. that quickly. Yes, and you I did. And I think you, um, you um, might have, uh, what is that, brought it out of me a little yes, bit? because like, I don't think you did. Yeah, because of scarves. Scarf, oh, yes. yes. Okay. But so we used to go to this country club on <gasps> Wednesday nights. The Branding Iron. Yes, mm-hmm. the Branding the Iron. And it was college night that yes, night. Yes, So was. everybody from like the San Bernardino, like, all the surrounding areas, would Riverside, go. all the areas. I went to JB, so I would go, yeah. Yes. And, and I think if you showed your college ID, you got a discount. Yes, you did. Yeah? Just to get in. Just to get in, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we would go, and I remember Drew was actually, you weren't of age to drink yet, but he had an ID, obviously, and he got wasted totally wasted to the point where i got kicked out no not just kicked out his ass was sitting on a curb and they called me over the uh, inner <laughs> the police were on 
They had their lights on me. They had, they called me over the intercom and they were like saying my name all loud. (laughs) Come get your friend. He's sitting on the curb. He's intoxicated. And I was like, no, my Drewski. And I was like, oh my gosh. So of course I go out there and he's like in this vest. (laughs) Was it like one of those reflective vests? No, it was a vest. Oh, like one of my dress vests? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my go-to, yeah. He he was wearing a vest and he was sitting and he looks up at me and he just had the biggest, saddest eyes. And I was like, Drew, what happened? He was like, I got kicked out because I was drunk. I felt violated. That was the first I was, time. I was like, um, and I was like, okay, well, what now? He's like, we gotta go. And I was like, I'm not ready to leave. <laughs> so I think I had to stay in the car or something like that. Until I don't, they were ready. yeah, I'm not, I don't remember or what Jessica we did. Or Jessica took me home, but yeah, it was a spotty night. I got kicked out. Yeah, it was fun. But hey, when I used to go with you, I used to take photo shoots with hot dogs. I'll never forget. <laughs> I have proof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you have to tell the story because I think that you tell the story the best. I think you. No, you called me. I was at a baseball game. I was wearing flip flops and a Hurley shirt. Okay, it's so different because I remember we were at this guy's house in like. I don't know where we were, not Orange County, but we were somewhere out there with like Melissa and you invited me over and they were having like a backyard party. And. You invited me to come and hang out and I came and I hung out with you. And then after the party ended, me and you went to WeHo and we left your car there. See, I think, I don't know. I I know you had flip-flops on, those rainbow flip-flops, I'll never forget. And you had a yellow shirt on. A yellow shirt. We weren't ready at all, but we, I was like, West Hollywood was my, that was the first thing I would know because that's all I did back in the day. Yeah, the gay community. So I brought her and... We, that's where we stole the show. Back. I just that's what back. I'm saying. I think that's when she just moved back. So it was like, oh, like we just kept on like trying yeah. to do stuff together. And um, we went to the club. That's where we confiscated the, sh- the shot. <laughs> the shots. Yeah. And then after that, you know, they have the people outside on the curb and they cook those bacon wrapped hot dogs. And I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, let's get one. I don't know who paid, but we ended up getting two hot dogs. And when I tell you. Probably nobody paid, (laughs) knowing us. (laughs) uh, She wanted to take photos with this hot dog like it was going to be the last one she ate in her whole entire life. She took a picture by a taxi with a hot dog. With a with a drag queen, she took a a picture with a drag queen with the hot dog. She took a picture after she took a bite out of the hot dog. Then she took a picture while taking a bite of this hot dog, and it wasn't just wrapped in bacon. It had onions, mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup. This hot dog was her friend. <laughs> no, this hot dog was a celebrity. And they became one that <laughs> night. I've never seen anybody enjoy a hot dog like that. Like to the point where like we were taking a picture and the hot dog was to the cheek. Like, and then the biggest smile, like, oh, like I'm the happiest person that has set on this earth. Grit, you know, when people are saying smiling from ear to ear with the hot dog and it was still wrapped in everything fresh, you could probably still see the steam, see the steam coming off of it. I'm going to tell you why right now. Okay. I have to tell you why, because I live, 
<laughs> I lived in North Carolina where nothing, like it was such bland food. There was there was one Mexican restaurant. And, and she that, took us there the first day. Yes. And even then, like their food wasn't like that the best, you know, but. It was like Mexican food from North Carolina. Exactly. There was no Mexican in there. It's okay, North Carolina. We love you. I, I, we no, no shade. It was just that one restaurant. Yeah. We're not making fun. No. We're just saying that exactly. one restaurant. But that was the thing. I missed like your street food, your tacos, your, you know, all of those kinds mm-hmm. of things. So like, I think that was like the first event that I went to and I was like, oh my, it was like heaven and Wild and out. Just like it was food. Andrew. No, it was Jen, the hot, the hot dog, dog and Andrew came along. <laughs> <laughs> we literally have a whole photo shoot of me and this freaking hot dog. And if MySpace wasn't, I had so many photos on MySpace. I know what happened. They're gone MySpace? now. Don't you miss MySpace? Days? When I when I logged in with my information, it was somebody totally different, See? and I had nothing, no no photos or anything like that. Yeah, we went to a car dealership one time, me and Drew, and I like totally made up a lie. Um, no, multiple lies. <laughs> she said she made an obscene amount of money and I looked and I was like I was like you don't okay. do you make that much money she was like shh and you knew where I worked I, but I didn't but she she worked two jobs yes I did and I, did. I didn't know she was I, she you worked at Express before me I was a hustler and so I didn't really know how much money she made but when she put that down money <laughs> how do you make the money and she was like yeah, so we went there, and I was like, yeah, my husband's on leave. He's this and that. And then I was like, but this is my boyfriend. And you should have seen the car dealer's face. He, like, he, was he like, wasn't not – he was not sure what to do with himself, but I made up this – I don't know what it was. Like, okay, if my family – Shout out to my family. If they tell you, oh, Jen used to make up stories when she was a little kid. I did. I don't know why, but I still do. Like, I <laughs> think it's fun. Like, if you go into a store and you're like, let's pretend that we're rich. and But we won't buy anything because we're poor. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the things. So, me and him, I was like, Drew, I need a new car. But I can't afford one. But let's just go test drive cars. So, we <laughs> would test drive cars. And then, when we, the, of course, you know, when you test drive a car, the the card guys like come sit at my table and let's see if we can run some numbers numbers, yeah and i was like well i felt bad for him because we totally took him on this like wild goose chase of a ride do you remember what car you drove i think it was a scion was it i think it was a tc though right yeah i think it was a tc but i had a tc and then i got rid of that and then i got an xb but you know so anyway so i go up to him and i'm like yeah and he's like, so who's going to be paying for this? And I was like, well, my husband will be paying for it. And then he's looking at Drew because Drew's sitting next to me. And I was like, oh, not him. He's my boyfriend. And he was like, oh. and that's when he was like, like he had to like think about that because he looked and at her Drew, like. Drew at the time used to wear like foundation and like do his eyebrows. And like, so he probably was looking at us like. What the hell is going on right now? But that wasn't the only, like, that became, like, a running yes. situation. Like, she'd be like, yeah, like, I'm married, like, I'm, you know, I'm married, but this is my boyfriend. And, like, <laughs> and it just was like, yeah, that's me. Here he I am. just went with it. It and was the best thing ever. And then we used to go on the party lines all the time, and we used to give out people's phone numbers. I used to get in fights with people. Not because of me. 
just in general. Oh, because it was fun over the P lines. Yeah, yeah. and then we shout out to people who used to call the P lines because they'd be like, "Meet me at the P lines." Meet me at the P lines. <laughs> A fucking room four, <laughs> <laughs> and the the number was like, what was it like nine oh nine something something, oh and it would be like God. one two three four, and be like, "You're welcome to the P lines." <laughs> And I'd be like, this is Rocky and Ruby in the house. I was Rocky. She was Ruby. So we'd be like, what's up? up? Yes, you were Rocky. I was Ruby. Yeah. And I'm like, Rocky's in the house. What's up? And they're like, fuck you. And I'm like, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I was like, go to the next room. Like, you're now in room three. And then people would just be going off like, and I'm like, what's up? Rocky and Ruby in the house. Well, I was Rocky hard oh and I stayed God. being Rocky. Yes, I stayed staying Ruby. Yes, I stayed in room four. So if anybody was in room four and you came across Rocky and Ruby, what's a. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, dude. You sound so, like the room. Welcome to room three. I swear to God, it was like, <laughs> welcome to room three. And then all of a sudden you hear people like, bah, 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 lead at us. Yes, they'd be like, where are you from? Oxnard. I'm from Oxnard. And I'm from West Covina. <laughs> and I'm like, no, go to the next room. <laughs> Welcome to room four. <laughs> <laughs> How many rooms was there? Like six? I don't know. I feel like there was a hundred because we would just bounce from room to room. We're like, I'm, no, this room's whack. Go to the next room. Bro, but do you, I used to judge people legitimately oh, so off of I. their, off of their, you know, if you ever went to people's homes, because back in the day, house phones were it. Oh, for sure. Before cell phones. Oh, yes. And I would be so mad. I'm like, so your phone doesn't have caller ID? <laughs> Hundred percent. So where's yes. the caller ID at? How do you know who's calling you? So it's just a blank phone. <laughs> do you have three way? Like back in the day, do you have Star sixty nine? Like right? <laughs> Did you have to pay extra yes. for that? You had to pay extra. extra like yes. what is Star eighty two? No Star six. No Star sixty nine. Was you call them back? Yes. What was Star eighty two? Was it like when you unblocked? See, that's how old we are, you and, guys. Yes, when you used to when block you used your to number. have to block your number. I think it was star sixty nine, and then if you unblocked it, it was star eighty two. I think you're right. I think one you're of right. those. But that's how old we. That's see, some of these kids no, these days kids don't even, even know. know. No, they won't. They will. Your phone forever tells you who's calling. My little sister was um watching a. I think I don't know if it was a documentary or just something on um Instagram, and the new age people, they were like, how do you answer the phone? And the the kids were like this. And she was like, no, they were like, that's how you answered the phone like this. Cause kids are so used to yes. FaceTime opposed to like going like this. Yes. That's how it is now. People uh, like, no, my daughter, she doesn't even know what a, what a phone was. We went to, um, we went to Best Buy and they still have phones for mm-hmm. sale there. And mm-hmm. she was like, what is this? And I said, that's a house phone. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh my gosh, my kid doesn't even know what a cordless house phone is. My Aunt Jolie still has one and it still rings. Stop. And it's nobody. It's bill collectors. All the time. <laughs> like, why do you even have that? My aunt one day um, at the condo before she moved out, I called her and I'm like, hey, like you're, I, I called Someone's the house. Calling. No, I called the house and it's saying this number is no longer in service. Like what's going on? She was like, oh, mind you, this was like 10 plus years ago, but she was like, I haven't. We haven't had a phone in like three months. I was like, oh, coming from somebody that only used their cell phone for right. emergencies, like you only use this as an emergency only. Now nobody ever, there's no, nobody ever uses home phones. I know, which is so wild. I think we should bring home phones back. Who? If I got a home phone, would you call me? 
No. Why? Because I always FaceTime nine times out of ten. He FaceTime. He was in um he was in Palm Springs sitting at the bar with Alone. That's where it's come to. I <laughs> I, I go to the bar alone now, yes, because I don't have time. But I have to yeah. give it to you. Congratulations to it get took to a while. that. It took to a get while. to that step in life. Because I, I got tired. I grant I love that people are like, Yeah, I go have a di- I have dinner by myself. I it don't just, think there's anything wrong with that. Um, my friend Annie does it all the time. My friend Annie does it all the time, but it just got to the point where like when I would go out there, I would go with somebody specifically every single time. Right. And you can only pull you and that person's weight for so long. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, if you don't, if you don't have the means then you can't come, so why am I going (laughs) to stop myself from going? So it was weird sitting there because, you know, you think of people, people obviously are looking at you and they do look in like, oh. Because I just, still do. Like, oh, poor you thing. You just go like this. Oh, cheers to you. But, yeah, I was there. I was drinking my bottle of wine. I was watching my little phone. And after that, I got up and I left. But I think I that's there. the I think that's the cool thing about when you get to a specific age in your life. Mm-hmm. Because then you have no Fs to give. You just say, I don't I, give a fuck. I guess. Right? I unless you're paying, not, you're you're paying, paying my, my bills. bills. Exactly. Then I ain't got no nothing no, to say to you. Nothing to mean, yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think is your future is going to hold? Do you think? Do you think there's a a wedding for Drewski in the future? Do you think there's kids in your future, Drew? There's absolutely. N- I'm not having any kids. I'm not opposed to being with somebody who has children. What about adoption? No. No, not mm-hmm. for you. Because I'm waiting for my little sister. She wants She's kids. The one. So. What my Nina is to me, I will be to those children. Yeah. That's going to be my kids. But I'm not – I've had m- two offers previously in my life, mm-hmm. and I've turned them both down. Um, and it's just because if I don't – I mean, I don't know if it might be a little bit selfish, but we all can be a little bit selfish. But right. I'm just thinking if I don't want any children of my own, why would I bring a child into this world? And For because somebody else, yeah. I, I, Which not, makes sense. The things that me and you have gotten into – Mm-hmm. have been minimal minimal right minimal but if you ever sit and think like hmm what if amelia was in this situation right. that's what makes me think i've been in situations before and thankfully i've gotten out of them and i'm like if a child a child what if i what if my child was in this position like yeah what if that what if the and i mean i don't know if that's a good but people i admire the want and the feelings of people that actually do endure mm-hmm. wanting children. Right. My Nino was yes, one of those. Yes. Oh, yes. So I, but I understand you were that, that to her. You were that to her. Me and my sister yes. filled that void yes. for her. And she's and made she's that known. And she's done an amazing job. Yeah. She truly has. But it's just it, no kids for me. No, yeah. And that was kind of one thing that was a hiccup in my last relationship is he wants children and you didn't Mm -mm. so how is that in the gay community how is that is that something you guys talk about right away or is it something that you gradually get to because i feel like with me personally i always knew i wanted kids like me and mel used to talk about having kids like i can't i can't wait to have a kid and like we just always knew we wanted to be moms Mm -hmm. but how is that in the gay community? It depends on the person I feel because I just recently was at Long Beach Pride mm-hmm. and I was at a bar and actually met a guy. We exchanged numbers and um, we had went out. 
and he actually was like, oh, like, you know, do you want any kids? And I was like, no. And it was like a, a <gasps> moment of like, this ain't going to work. Like, it was just like, he was like, really? Like, you don't want, and then like, you know, it's okay to do each you, is their own. Right, right. And like, he kind of like was making little jokes, like throughout like the date, like, oh, like, look, that could be us and this and that. <gasps> and it just was something that I'm just like, I don't have the, like now if he already had children. It would be different. Well, because you take on their life. I would. It wouldn't be like we're but starting a new life together. Like, it, there isn't going to be no Andrew and this person. They're welcoming. A family. No. <sighs> like my, my little, my, my dad, including me, has four children. Mm-hmm. Me and my other brother and then two girls. And the youngest girl a couple of years ago um, was living with my cousin Mm -hmm. and my cousin took guardianship of that child. Oh, right. Right. And things went bad. And my cousin was like, I just want to let you know, like, Hey, this is the situation and child services might be calling you, which has got to be so hard. I feel so bad for people, not just you drew, but like other people who go through this situation with a guardianship situation like that, that was, that had to be intense. Well, it was hard because, because it's just me. You never had like you never had kids before. No, and then imagine like a teenager. You're coming in at a teenager level, and you are being asked like, "Hey, can you take in this child?" After the child has done X, all these different bad things. Not only, but to and other people, and it's but family, right? Not even to other people, but family. And then that person wants to come and live, and it's like. I'm not, I'm not equipped for this. I can't do this. And to be shunned by some people who even don't have children was even like a harder pill to swallow. Right. But But you took on that task for a a quick little minute and I'm going to tell you, Drew, you did it pretty well. When when her and my dad Mm -hmm. lived with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I brought her and my dad in and they lived with me for a while. So you're right. You did, you did, you take it on pretty bravely I, I would I probably would just been like no that's not gonna happen I can't, I can't do that and it was sad because I like, didn't have any help like it's not like anybody else was and I don't expect anybody to no, step but in when you but cook dinner you cooked dinner for them like for it them. wasn't just you mm-hmm. it was like you accounted for them as well like you weren't selfish my exactly yeah I, trust me family. I have my own kid and I would not be able to think of someone calling me and being like, Hey, you're a family member from another state that you don't even know. You had no relationship Mm -hmm. with this person at all, especially your dad. I think you're, you're rebuilding a relationship with him pretty much. And then to add on this child that you don't really know, you know what I mean? It's just sad to see one person have so many different children and to see that you don't have a relationship with any of them. Right. And I'm the oldest out of four. Yeah. So I think with my maturity level, I don't feel bad for my father because he's paved his own way. Mm-hmm. But I see in a different like right. a different light, like, okay, like you're kind of alone. Right. Like you don't have and I mean we live in the same state, so it's easier, but I, but I just he didn't kinda, always live in the same state. Mm-mm. And before that, you barely heard it from him. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's just, you just know when you are the 
bigger person, mm-hmm. but not in a bad, I no. don't mean in a bad way, no. but like you just kind of know your place. Generations are so different now though too. Generational turmoil is something, you know, there's something that has to do with our parents' upbringing versus our upbringing. Like, um, you know, my mom paved a different way for, for me and my brothers and sisters. And I feel like they taught us like, you got to get out there, you know, get, whether it's getting a degree or whether it's, you got to get a good job. Mm-hmm. It was always something like you, you got to make it work. And, you know, my brother's a hustler, my sisters, like we've all done something so big to be able to support our own family. So, and you're one of those drew, you know, like you and your sister, think about it. You know, mm. you guys can take care of your own, really. Yeah. And that's kind of just... And I think that just comes from, again, like seeing situations that I've been put in. Right. And things that I've gone through. It's like, why would I want a child to go right. that? Not necessarily saying they're going to have that life, but just seeing the stuff that I've gone in, like being homeless. Right. And like... Stuff like that is like, why would you, I mean, you never know what the future is going to hold, right. but I'm just saying like the shit that I went through, I'm not trying to go through that, which I don't ever think would ever happen, but right. I don't, I don't Well, I don't because wanna... I feel like with you, with, within the gay community, it's something different because you can't, obviously a male and a male can't have a, have a baby. So it'd be like, you'd have to seek out the right person or you'd have to find the right because in those cases, you have to find a woman who would be willing to carry for you, right? And normally, it's easier to find the woman best friends, mm-hmm. like they did for you when they sought you out, or um, yeah, yeah, exactly, right. exactly, yeah, 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 exactly. Perfect example, oh, yeah. yeah, or just adoption, right? But yes, exactly, like it's seeking best friends and stuff, and. I I just, I respectfully declined. I was like, you know what? Like, I appreciate you guys. I I used to see them walking in the grocery store. I'd be walking, just grabbing my own groceries. Like, hey, what's up? And I was thinking to myself, like, imagine if you were just pushing my child. And it even got to the point where my aunt was like, okay, well, if this is what we're going to do, let me call my lawyer. We're going to get a contract. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. No, it just, it just, it got really, really hot rail so fast, real quick. And I'm like, what's yeah. lawyers coming in? She was like, cause we're going to see that child. Like we're, I'm not going to yeah. be able to not see that child. That's like Nina. And it was just like, I'm not yeah. going to do this. And I even went to their house and I was like, look, I can't do it. My Nina will say, no, she, I, she just, I just child. was like, look, like if, I don't want any kids. I can't imagine like bringing another child into this world. I'm right. so sorry. I appreciate like from but the I, bottom of my heart. I gotta, I gotta say though, I give you that your honesty is amazing because there's a lot of people who would just either a do it because they want to make the other person happy or they would be like, I don't know how to tell them. No. I and sometimes I do think like, what if? Because they found somebody. They yeah. re- they recently found somebody within the past couple of years. Oh, they well, found someone. Yeah. So kudos to them. Yeah, yes. they're, but that didn't make me feel any type of way. Right. Mm-hmm. It did make me think like, hmm, that could have been me. Right. That, you know, that could have, but it didn't make me feel like I was losing out or anything, because unfortunately. It's be amazing to see like mm-hmm. what your little self would look like. Yes, because it's even my mom she was like have a child just please have a baby for me i'll take care of it Aww, because of name. my yes you don't have 
because of my yeah. little brother. She still is She wants mourning. to carry on the name. Yes. And that's why I'm like, wait for Mandy. Mandy, she speaks of children, my yeah. sister. But it won't carry on the same name. It won't. But the, the name it won't. will still, she would still have that void that she's trying to fill. Right. Um, I, it just ain't going to be from Andrew. Well, and especially because your mom's not technically that same last name, right? For me, Torok? Yeah. Yes, my mom is. Oh, so that's that would mm-hmm. be a carry-on name. Yes, 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 yes. So I do see she wants you to carry on the name. Yeah, it's not going to happen, though. I'm sorry. Do you think somebody could change that for you? Mm, Maybe the right person? I'm, I'm 35. Like, And? I just, I don't, like, I appreciate... Listen here, do you, no, 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 no. Kourtney Kardashian was what, 42, 43? But that's okay. That's okay. That's all right. But I I just think to myself, that's perfectly fine. That's fine. People that, like, what was Janet Jackson? Maybe 50. 50. That's okay. Did she have a healthy, did she have a healthy delivery? Not sure. I mean, but what I, what I think of is just what my friend has gone through. And it's like his parents had him and his sister they were twins at a late age and they were like 51 and 54 mm-hmm. and unfortunately they're no longer here right and that I just makes that. me that just makes me kind of sad because it's like you, you know, live yeah you live without them because you're you have them so late in age and i mean i get that i but see mm-hmm. then that brings me back to when i say I know people want and live to have children. I saw these, this couple that I worked with. They went through, um, what was it? The artificial insemination. Yeah. They went through all of the birthing, taking the shots. Yeah. They went through, um, through all of that freezing the eggs. I mean, they've gone through every single Steps. step that they could to the point where they were even considering, okay, we've exhausted all of our options. The only option we literally have is adoption. Yeah. And they got pregnant with their amazing. with their um their the miracle natural, baby. A natural yes, baby. Natural. Natural. And it just takes it's time. like That's it's it. just, it just that time. that that wanting of life i just i honor it and i'm so for it but i just nothing that i've ever wanted right and i think i think your honesty is amazing because there's a lot of people who aren't as honest and i think that not even just giving your a little bit of intuition into the gay community but i think that your insight as far as what your community may or may not want. Not everybody wants to have kids. And I think that's super, super important to know. Not everybody wants kids. Yeah. So I just, I think it's amazing everything that you have gone through. And I think that your growth is amazing as well, because I remember the little, I wouldn't say boy, like you weren't a boy. You were still a man when I met you, but I remember just obviously you being different Mm. to <laughs> he said, mm-hmm. "No, <laughs> I want to know." Because Drew, oh my gosh, when I first met you, you were in retail, okay, and yes, you lived with Nina. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when we both met at that time, we were so much into man. We just wanted to party. We wanted to get to the next club. We wanted to see the next scene. We wanted to, oh my gosh, 
we were so infatuated with Hollywood, I think. Not just Hollywood, like, you know, Hollywood itself, but I think the money, the glitz, the glamour. Like, I remember mm. you like, man, I want to be on Bad Girls Club so bad. <laughs> I know. See, and I still want to be on reality TV. I've tried out for the real world yes. multiple times. Yes, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think you can say that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like what it is is that you've kind of just grown up to be like, this is where I'm at. I, you have your own little place. You got your job. You go and do these. Like, you're in a bowling league for crying out loud. Ew, I know. And <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I love my bowling league, and it's so much fun, and I'm so happy of um, for the people that I've met. You know, on your bowling league, I do. I am very grateful, but it is one of those like you're on a bowling league. I I opening moments like wow, like I'm literally on a bowling bowling league. Like it's almost like I'm on a bingo club, right? I mean, it's just like one of those things, like you know. But yeah, back in the day, I mean, I had my little Macy's gift card. Yeah, and I would go and spend my little twenty five, thirty dollars on my shirt for the night that we would go out and it would take me six months to pay off that shirt yes. but I got it was the well shirt worth it. so it was one of those back in the day yeah no but that's that's the thing is like it's so crazy because me and Drew have been through so much together like I think some of my darkest times have been with you as well and like my crazy times so I remember being in the back seat of a car with her and just going through commentary like, look, you see this, you see what's going on, you see this, you see that. Like, it was just like, it was like, I don't want to say Bonnie and Clyde. But Bonnie and Clyde. But Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I I just, I think that it's an amazing thing for anybody to be able to experience a friendship like this because even like there could be times where we don't talk for like, you know, a while. And it's not necessarily because you don't want to see your friend or you don't want to talk to your friend. It's just because life becomes different. Like I have kid, I have a kid, mm. I have a, I have child, a child and we're like, you have a Yorkie. That's, mm. that's your child is your, this is the Yorkie, but mm-hmm. just different things happen in life. But I will say in my early twenties, my early upbringing, like this guy was an essential part of my mm. life. So I just, I'm so grateful for the relationship we have. And I really hope that he finds your person. I like, I cannot tell you enough that I hope you find that person because you deserve it, Drew. And if Thank you're you. out there and you are like, you know, like, come on, do you see this gem of a man? Mm-hmm. Just look you. at this dime piece. Hello, dime piece. But. Yeah, I mean, when my mind maybe opens up to that yeah. again, it's just... You'll find your forever. In the meantime, he's going to be a skunkarita. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> With that being said... Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. I have a feeling you're going to be back. I need to be back. Like, I I feel like this is just dabbling. Like, I got my foot in the door. And I'm ready for more. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned for the P-Lines. Room three coming up. Rocky and Ruby. Don't ever forget it. We're coming at you live (laughs) next in room three. Yes. Coming at you room three. (laughs) 
We will be back. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Gossip Chronicles. Peace, sign, and love. And yeah, wait, because we have so much more. This is just a skim surface of yeah. my of my Rocky. And, and um, why don't you guys send us like some ideas that we can please. speak about? Yes, please. We, we'd love that. And we can continue moving forward. And then maybe we'll have maybe the... A little me. situation. Yeah, me and you. Yeah, I'm I love down. that. Okay. Because I feel like you bring some cool little limelight and um, a different dynamic to this. So, yeah. yes, please slide into the DMs. Please send us messages. Please, wherever it is you listen to your podcast, we are now on YouTube as well. So, please, please, please. She's probably going to tag me. But if not, you can find me on Instagram at, at Drewski. That's with three eyes. <laughs> D R E W S K I I I E. Thank you guys so much. We love you so much. Thank you. Peace Until out. next time. Bye bye. Thank you, friends, for listening to another episode of The Gossip Chronicles with Jen. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at the.gossipchronicles. And also, please make sure to subscribe to wherever it is you listen to your podcast so that you get an alert when the next one drops. Also, if you love what you're hearing, please make sure to spread the love and send it to family and friends and also slide into the DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you want to discuss. If you have questions for me, thank you so much and we'll see you in the next one.